And now for our feature presentation. This is great because on the back it actually says this film is also known as... The I'll Watch It Later podcast. Ever heard of that film? And now, on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to I'll Watch It Later podcast, the podcast where we lie about the movies we've seen to impress our friends. As always, I am Aaron, joined by my best friend and co-host, Jordan. Hi, everybody. And uh, Scott's here. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Scott, I I guess I'm getting the fucking blame for that one. Yeah. You're getting the blame for what one? Not cleaning the table. No. Yes, Jordan, we just both bar- are. We're just brushing right over well, Jordan. See, the problem is he saw me bring ice cream and cupcakes into the yeah, house. So he, he brings like, well, shit. at least he's trying. You, this guy's the You asshole. went out of your way to make a mess. You're like, oh, hey, uh, there's movies sitting on the table. I'll just I'll just set up on top of them. And then when I mention it, you're like, let me pick up this cardboard that's a nobody's in way. the middle of the floor. <laughs> it's it all good. It's for Ford. So Ford's going to be? Best friend, brother-in-law, and producer Scott is here. Yes. Hi, Scott. I mean... I don't know for how much longer. <laughs> you keep saying that. <laughs> Just because I don't know if you want to You keep to using that word. Here anymore. <laughs> All right. Uh, we had a week of stuff. We went and saw Clerks 3 last night. All sorts of stuff happened. Um, That's going to be a good good run of this show. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be 90%. And we have a movie to talk about. I know. Uh, Barbarian. D- yeah, Barbarian. We saw Barbarian. Well, we saw Barbarian. Scott did not. Because he's like. Only, I have to, I have to tell you something. Scott it does not make any sense because I'm like, hey man, do you want to go see Barbarian at eight o'clock at night? And he's like, no thanks. And then I'm like, do you want to go see a double feature? On <laughs> I was already Friday? there. Yeah, Friday. I mean, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's fine. It's like I don't want to drive back. Yeah, so yeah if you sense. if you drag me out at like eight nine o'clock at night, I'm already regretting it. I was already <laughs> out, so I was like, all right, whatever, man. You mean you didn't, you know, fall asleep during Pearl, <laughs> which we will talk about next week. Yep. <laughs> um. So, me and Jordan got the chance to see Barbara. Did have you watched anything? Let's just get that out of the way. Um. I mean, other than the monsters that I watched. Okay. We'll which, talk. About which that I know later. that we're not ta- really talking about because you guys haven't finished it. But right. I mean, I did get to watch that. So what are your initial start. thoughts without getting too much into it? My my initial thoughts are that like visually, it's it's super cool. Like it's very Halloween. It's very colorful. I mean, they did a great job on all like the set looks stuff. Campy, like from it what is I've seen, campy. It's very campy. It is campy, but I'm, the thing is, that's the monsters. Yeah. I mean, the monsters is very campy. So I love the show. That's yeah, why this bothers yeah, me. Yeah, you like, just get I'm, full on color. So I'm thirty minutes in, and it feels like a Disney movie, like a kind of straight to Disney film. I'm about ten minutes in, and the second dude takes the hammer and smacks the zombie in the forehead, I'm just like, okay. I kind of <laughs> chuckled. Weird. I did chuckle. And it's that. not even. It's the same then. dude. The guy who took the hammer, real quick, is the same dude who was the main bad guy in um, Barbarian. Really? The guy in the bed that hmm. shot on him. Oh, yeah. So same actor. Well, the anyway. ro- the tin robot is the guy who played Eddie Monster from the original. Oh, nice. Okay. 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 So yeah. yeah, we'll uh we'll watch that this week and then we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll talk uh, about in a couple it. weeks. We'll talk about it in a couple weeks. It's fun. It's actually it's a movie that you could probably actually sit down and watch with your kids because it's not you, when you think Rob Zombie. Yeah. I, I mean, there's really there's it explains no, the screaming Wesley did when I put on Halloween. Yeah, yeah, there's no swearing. There's really nothing like. I mean, it's just it's the monsters. Your it's kids? it's literally the monsters in color. <laughs> <laughs> At least one. <laughs> 
Uh, it's like the origin story. I'm about 30 minutes in. I, if you just watch that part, you're about four minutes in. No, I got the, to the part where um, Grandpa gets out of his thing, hurts his back. Oh, yeah, that's like Gets his back cracked. In. Yeah, I'm about 10 minutes in. Yeah, and the guy really who cracks his back there. is uh, Sylvester McCoy. He was like one of the doctors in Doctor Who, and he was in Radagast in the Hobbit movie. So I lo- recognize him immediately. I'm like, oh, you dragged him into this? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's, uh, I'll watch it. I'll definitely watch it. Okay. Later. <laughs> Roll credits. Yeah. Just... <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, Jordan and I got a chance to go see Barbarian. Um, what's his name? Zach Krieg. Zach Krieger. Krieger from The Whitest Kids You Know, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. I have time. never seen it. When you I brought when I brought up that it? this mo- this movie, someone goes, "Oh, the- oh, Zach Krieger did it." I'm like, uh huh. And they're like. <laughs> From the whitest kid you know, and I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> like you, I know nothing about this dude. Dude, you have to watch the whitest. Trevor Moore is hilarious. That's rest, what I hear. Rest and, in and peace. I'll watch it. But dude, that oh, that show was so fucking good. I remember when I was 20, I was kind of like you, where I'd never heard of it, but everyone kept telling me to watch it. So mm-hmm. I sat down one day. That's how I, old that show is. Yeah, and I had ordered You're like the, 45. The, I know. <laughs> I ordered the actual discs from fucking Netflix, right? And watched the entire run of the show in like two That's weeks. right, kids. Back in the day, Netflix actually mailed you movies. Yes. I think they Sent still can. DVDs. They really? oh my God. I think you still can get the And discs. Aaron's like, get these DVDs out of my house. Where are the Blu-rays? <laughs> yeah, how dare you? <laughs> there were no Blu-rays back then. <laughs> Our <laughs> Blu-rays were very, very new. Because, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'd never heard. I I mean, I've heard of Whitest Kids, you know. I just, I've never seen it. I have the same. So. Gotta watch it. What, is, is it like a sketch ch- comedy? Yeah, is it's it? exactly like Mr. Mr. Show with Bob and Gotcha. Eric or whatever the fuck. Bob and Dave. <laughs> Bob and Dave. Name and I'm thinking of Eric and whatever. You know who I'm saying? God, talking. can you go one episode without mentioning Eric's name? No, that's you. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, Eric called me from the set of Clerks 3. Shut but up. He wouldn't tell me anything. But that's the part he told me about yeah. before I went and saw the movie. So yeah, that's I great. I already knew what I was uh, going to say. I already knew what he was going. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, Anyway, I've been talking to Eric all week. Yes, gonna, I usually do. He's talking last night. Chips and I'm not going to share with you guys <laughs> no. or anything. Share, I share friend. everything I get from over there, so don't even give me. I get another box of stuff coming, by the way. Nice. I know. For the, Hopefully, it gets here before the snack show. I was just going to ask we'll before the snack show. Or? I hope so. It's on its way. Like it got mailed, so it will be here probably by the end of this week. Yay! So, so we'll have some more snacks that I am providing. Me, the provider. That's about time. Who paid for the clerk's ticket? <laughs> The provider. <laughs> yeah, it definitely wasn't you. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, we went and saw Barbarian, and it was directed by Zach Krieger from Wise Kids You Know, which you should watch. If Wait, I've never, I've never watched that. I was going <laughs> to just go real loop. Um, horror movie. It's horror movie season, so we're going to be talking about a lot of horror movies. Uh, I personally absolutely love this film. Probably one of my favorite films of the year. I thought it was cool. It's kind of split into like a three-section story arc that kind of... You know, something happens, and then the second half of the movie, something else happens, and then there's a third act that kind of intertwines something else, and it's, like, almost perfect. I thought it was really good uh, second outing for him as, like, a real director, because Miss March is a terrible film. That's what everyone um, says. I've never watched it, but, I mean, it's getting, like, 5% on I Rotten Tomatoes. I saw it in the theater. And, uh, yeah, so I would highly, highly recommend this. Justin Long, uh, fucking Pennywise is in it. Alex Alexander Skarsgård. Is, this, is it Alexander Skarsgård? Or as it's, opposed to... I think it's to the other Skarsgård. Well, there's like a thousand Skarsgårds. Bill or Bob. I think it's Bill, actually. Bill uh, Skarsgård? I think it's Bill Skarsgård. Um, this movie was probably the most suspenseful 
thing I have ever seen. It's not so much on the Bill gore. Scars, yeah. yeah, it's not so much on the gore factor that gets you. Like there are some parts where it's like, okay, you know, that was kind of gnarly. It's just very, very suspenseful. Like, you know, the premise is this girl gets uh, an Airbnb. She's, you know, in the middle of the worst parts of Detroit. It's raining. She can't see the neighborhood. She pulls up to this house. The house looks really nice. She gets up there, can't get in. The code won't work. She finally figures out the code, opens it up. There's no key. So she's knocking on the door, doesn't know what's going on, wants to leave. Someone's in the house, opens it up. Turns out he booked with a different company this house, and the, the everything kind of crossed. So now he's booked, she's booked, and she doesn't know what's going on. And the whole time that first, I would say, part of the movie, she is very, she is like one of the characters in a horror movie that you never see. She's cautious. She's wary of what's going on. She's aware of her surroundings. She doesn't really want to interact too much. He makes her a glass of tea. She won't drink it because she never watched him make it. Because so the she water's terrible. Well, she gets yeah, Detroit. <laughs> she, she doesn't. She doesn't know the guy, so she's wary of him. She's locking doors when she goes in the other room. She's taking her stuff with her. She is per, like she would survive a horror movie, and then. Something switches, and she makes a thousand bad decisions. And you're, I mean, me and Aaron were literally doing the whole thing of yelling at the screen like, well, hope you die, you fucking <laughs> you idiot. It. You deserve it. You deserve this. Yeah. Like, it, it was it was crazy, and it takes a little bit of a twist um, early on where a character you think might be the problem isn't, and it just it shifts focus, and then dead stop in the middle, second story starts to happen. And you meet Justin Long, and... You know, he's like a studio exec, very Hollywood type, and, you know, douchebag. He's in the middle of getting canceled. He's getting, (laughs) yeah, he's very date rapey. And um, he brings a level of, like, odd comedy to this movie in a way that I didn't see happening. You know, there's a part where, like, the house that she was in is his house. He owns it and it's a rental property for him. So he's going through some legal issues. He's going to try to sell some property. So he goes out there to check out his property. He's going down into the basement, the creepy dungeon basement. You think something really bad's going to happen. Shoot to the next scene. He's looking up if he can claim the extra square footage of murder dungeon <laughs> on his house, house, uh, like, like property values. And then they spend 10 minutes of him taking <laughs> the longest, the longest tape measure I've ever seen and measuring all the square footage of this fucking murder basement and it's fucking hilarious and then it comes back to like you know biting the ass and it's this movie like I was telling you uh, Scott last night and I you know Aaron watched me do it I was watching side-eyed with like a hand over my one part of my face and kind of just doing that I'm gonna watch it but I'm gonna squint so if like something bad's gonna happen I can close my eyes and I haven't done that in a movie in a long time and part of it was the music is perfect like the soundtrack of this is it hits you in the right spots and it's very weird and ominous and it's creepy and there's a lot to this movie and i loved it like there are some you know parts you chuckle at like toward the end and it's like okay come on how do you end how do you end this but okay right uh, i agree that there was a guy sitting next to me and i was looking at him more than i was looking at the screen was it at me? some points Thanks, no, man. it was to the left <laughs> um and i just i had to cover my eyes man it was it was just so like it's just like right there like you know something's gonna happen and then it wouldn't happen yeah and, and then, it's just it's it's tense it's a very tense movie and it starts off that way and it just keeps going and i just i I adore this movie. Like it's it's really great. 
The one problem I have with our theater-going experience is I think after we left, some mom brought her, like, eight-year-old and, like, six-year-old kid. Remember? No. When we were walking out and the little girl was talking to her mom about the movie and we're like, wait, did oh, that mom yeah. bring her kids to this movie? It's, it's Going to the movies is starting to become a It's weird. A and we've got many stories oh, about all this. We'll get to but that next it's week. fucking... Oh, no, no, that's this week. Uh, we're talking we're about, talking about clerks. clerks. <laughs> we'll talk about Pearl and the other uh, part yeah. of it. <laughs> so. Two-part story. Um... But yeah, I, I, I love that movie. I loved it too. I gave it four and a half. Uh, I thought it was really good. I think if you're looking for something scary this time of year, it's and good. you're tired of you know going to see all the psychological thrillers in the in the theater or you know on Netflix or whatever. I think this is absolutely perfect horror. Not perfect, but it's a very good horror movie that I think will frighten you. It will, and, and it takes. I won't place. get an Airbnb anymore. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> And and I know you said at the beginning like she makes all the right decisions, but I would have never stayed there. I would have no, no. <laughs> I mean, she was very cautious in what she did, but yeah. And, she and I get the in. I get the premise of like, okay, you know, it's a bad part of town, and wait till the morning, and it's raining, and I have a job interview, and blah blah blah. I'll just go get a hotel. Just overpay. Don't stay with a stranger. <laughs> you know, like. I don't know. That's the only part of me that I'm like, ah, I would have never gone in that fucking house. I no, I know. I would have been pissed, and I would have got my money back later, but I, there's no part of me that would have, you know, laid my head down in that bed, especially at the middle of the night when the door opens and the fucking, he's all <sighs> talking to himself all crazy, but, and it, and I'm not spoiling anything because that, that yeah, I'm, I'm literally avoiding <laughs> major plot points here, yeah. and that's why I'm trying to be as vague as, I want people to see this. You have, you'll have no idea what I'm talking about, and even if, when you do, you'll be like, oh, that's unimportant so yeah would you give it i give it a four it's not a perfect ending for me like i don't know how you end this movie right and it was weird like some of the choices like with the homeless guy was a little weird i'm like that's a little over the top like there was yeah. no reason for that because <laughs> his arm ripped off <laughs> for no reason <laughs> no reason like super strength fucking weirdo yeah um and then that whole jumping off the water tower was a little eh, a little campy it was and then it's like I'm okay with the, camp done. Yeah, but can you see the laws of physics? Like she's already halfway yeah, down. Yeah, that yeah, thing yeah, fucking yeah. jumps, and somehow, no, I mean. that's not happening. It, it, it's one of those kind of movies. But overall, I had a very good experience with it. I'll wa- I'll definitely watch it again. Um, but later, right? I'll watch it later again. <laughs> um, I liked it though. I like. I really did. I think the casting was great. Um, I'm trying to think. It was one of those weird movies where they show you enough to freak you out, but they also really don't show you a lot of things. I know. I want more. Yeah. I would like more of the old guy, like, from his time. Like, the 80s. Like yeah. Like, yeah. And I want more of, like, what happened in that basement. Or what was what on those the, tapes. Or, yeah, in the Like, room. what the hell, man? Yeah, so it definitely leaves you wanting more while still giving you pretty satisfied. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So, so yeah, I give it Go a see it. Go support. Your it s- made... F- I think ten over ten million the first weekend for okay. a movie that no one heard about. Oh, you know what I mean? Good. Like yeah. it just it was very just low budget type of movies, um, and yeah, ten million set a record. I was like, that's, yeah, really that's cool. how most horror movies are. I mean, I they, just, they kind of gain traction over time, unless it's like a Halloween that comes out. Everybody right. will go see that. And a lot of times, especially with Blumhouse, their model is we can make them cheap, and whatever yeah. we make is it's always going to be profit. So like this follows that same thing where I'm sure it didn't cost a lot of money to make, and it's just it. Going gangbusters, man! It's like it's a good time to release this. I agree because of the horror and the, and the October. Yes. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I you said everything I could say, so I was just trying to, you know, yeah, piggyback. But um, and then I'm 
trying to decide if I want to talk about that next week. Or... Let's let's save all the at home watching for the next show. Okay. okay, okay. Um, I think we're gonna have enough content to talk about there's our movie um, and Clerks Three. There's there's, there's enough some side there's story that's gotta be told. a movie I really want people to watch, but I guess we'll talk about it next week. Um, yeah. So last night I um, okay. So <laughs> I'll start this conversation. Like, yeah, please I'll, start I'll, it off. I will give you a timeline of this. So uh, trailer drops for Clerks Three. My wife, who is super pregnant at the time yep. um, is like hey this is the week we are having the baby so mark this he's gonna get himself in trouble we may have to edit this out <laughs> well, no, she knows she knows go ahead bring it up um <laughs> she's like this is the week i'm gonna have the baby and i was like oh shit because the way kevin smith works is his movies are really only for the fans now so they're no longer getting like wide releases they're only getting these fathom events i went to yoga hosers that way oh my god sorry fucking yeah. Kill myself. I fell asleep. I'll, I'll never forget. I fell asleep. But you didn't like the Bratzies. I hated. I hated <laughs> everything about Yoga. Yoga was so. But bad. then I went and saw Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Reboot. Or reboot. reboot. And um, I, I loved it. And I even went to the road show and the Q and A, and it was incredible. And I'm just if there's one thing you don't know about me is I probably love Kevin Smith as much as I love uh, Quentin Tarantino. I think Kevin Smith makes movies for me, even though I'm not a stoner. I relate to his movies more than anything. The nerd slacker like deadbeat who just wants to hang out with his friends and talk about comic books star wars and batman you know like uh, that resonated with me for a really long time um so when the tickets came up it was it was only playing two to, two nights the 13th and like the 15th it was like, was like a two, thursday or tuesday it was a tuesday and, and a thursday oh was it okay so she was supposed to give birth on that tuesday and then i was trying to go go that thursday night and she was like, yes, you can go. But I knew that she really didn't want me to go. Yeah, and, and, and why did you know that? Because your best friend here tried to talk you out of it. Yeah, that. but I was just... I just As it, much as I love Clerks and Kevin Smith. It's just so hard because it's like, yes, my baby is going to be here for a long time. But they're the only Clerks gonna, 3 will only be here once. No, the Clerks 3 will only be shown <laughs> in the theater for a very limited time. And I wanted that experience in the theater the same way I had like Clerks 2. Well, oh, you had a good experience, did oh, you? We experienced Keep going. it. Keep yeah, going. we experienced it. Uh, so, um, fucking sandal guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, lo and behold, I guess enough tickets get sold for this Fathom event that he decides to release it the entire week. It actually gets out of theaters next Tuesday. If you're listening to this, uh, it's what the fucking. The if you're listening to seven, on Sunday, go it, see this. Yeah, it's on this. It's the 17th when we're recording. We're, this will come out the 18th. You have until the 20th to see it. Uh, so I, I highly recommend doing that, and we'll get into that in a second. Um, but my my kid was hurting my wife so much that they decided to move it up a week, so it actually did was no issue going, kind of. Um, <laughs> For that day. <laughs> right. Uh, so we I, I bought you all three tickets. I was so excited, and we uh, headed to the Regal, which the reason that's important is because we have one Regal in Arizona. These are Fathom events, so we you, they don't show them at our, like, our chain theater, which is uh, is called Harkins out here, which is, in my opinion, a much better theater than the Regal. And they it's don't... like the AMC competitors. Right. So you got your AMC, which is nationwide. A lot of people will do AMC, and then we have our Harkins, which is like Southwest. You get a couple in Texas, a couple in California, but mainly Arizona. It's a Arizona chain. Yeah, but just let just so you know, if you're out there and you're listening, Harkins is superior to amc to regal to everything in every way it's not super duper expensive show times every 30 minutes good popcorn like it's a really good chain and it's huge it's they're gigantic theaters they're, they're big they're cinema they have like imax screens and cine caprice screens and hd it's 
Fuck AMC. I've always hated them, and Regal can literally lick it, especially after last night. Who the fuck served Pepsi? Anyways, um, <laughs> so smart individuals, apparently. <laughs> no, fuck Pepsi and fuck you. Why don't you pick up some boxes? Anyways, so yeah, that's, that's, I have another bone to pick with you, right? Since we're on the up. Pepsi thing, uh, Go ahead. why am I in the Pepsi league in our fucking fantasy football? Oh, you know I'm a Coke man. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I looked at him like, what the fuck? Well, it used to be like <laughs> yeah, I know, I politics related, so I just changed it. Come um, yeah, right, I can ahead. put you back on the wall no, or fucking fine. Switzerland. Uh, anyway. I think this is only my second time I've been to the Regal Theater, though, what and I actually seeing? didn't. Well, we oh, saw blockers, blockers on that freaking release that yeah. it was like before everybody else saw it. And we were I'd like, oh, this is there. a terrible fucking movie. Yeah. But I didn't movie. think like the Regal Theater, other than the people, I didn't think the experience was that bad. I thought the seats were nice. Yeah, I thought the actually, theater was nice. I actually agree with you. You know, I mean, it was actually a, I mean, it was a nice setup. I don't know how the other theaters are because you know how every theater's got different, sizes. like different sizes and stuff. But. I know because that second viewing that we did was a smaller theater than the right. first. But the problem is the first was still small. So every noise you could hear, even if you were being overly noisy, you could hear it because every there was not a lot of people in our showing, and it was just so echoey, like it was just pure concrete. Right. I don't know what it was. It and was weird. I don't know why, because anytime I think about going to like, anytime we go to Cinemark or whatever, I'm always like, why don't I come here more? But then I realize it's like the Regal and Cinemark and stuff and AMC is where everyone takes their kids. Oh, yeah. Like you... You, you don't see that with Harkins? I don't know why. Maybe that's because there's so many around. We tend to go to a lot of late, late showings, showings, though. I mean, yeah. we're not going to anything before almost 9 o'clock. I, th- in I thought most Regal cases. had great sound, though. I, I thought their sound system was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was actually one of the better sounding I wouldn't sounding mind theaters. going back because they're doing Dawn of the Dead in 3D, and I, I would love to see Dawn of the Dead in the theater. Uh, but this is, I think those theaters, just they attract the weird I, people, man. I'm just not a fan. Like, it's not... It's just... It was weird. Like, the cashiers were weird. Everything was weird. What? Oh, you had to go yeah. up to like to buy your hot dog and your movie ticket yeah, in the same and, spot. And it's just it, it it's a weird. How was experience. your Nathan's hot dog? Yeah. Was it better than the New Bev's? No, New Bev's was good. Yeah, New was Bev's good. was way better than what I just. I know. What I ate. Nathan's is overrated. Don't come. Well, and the, the, well, it is. I mean, it is. This was a theater Nathan's, which was sitting on the roller for God knows how long, and a bun that was. Partly stale, so it had a little bit of a crunch to it. Yeah. I'm like, no, I want a nice soft and it bun. It cost you like twelve dollars. Um, As for I looked at the the menu and I'm like, I might get a drink, man. And I'm like, oh, eight dollars for a soda. I yeah, but you see the size of a soda. It was like a twelve foot long tower I, of they, Mountain they Dew. They did. They did come. Lemonade. They did come with lemonade. the. They did come with the size of it when they when they plunked it onto the counter. I, right. But I still, like, when I can get the same thing at a QT for like a dollar sixty nine. Oh yeah. I'm I like, mean, what are you marking up that well, much for? Because they have to because that's where they make their. They're money. where they I make know, their money. That's the only thing they make money on. Fuck, man. I. I mean, people would buy so much more stuff if it was like somewhat affordable. Please, no one's. I don't know anyway. who's paying an eight dollar soda. <laughs> I did. I made the eight dollar soda, and I got the pot, the bucket of popcorn, which you gladly shared with me because you were like, "I'm not going to eat this bucket of popcorn by myself." Hey, that's true. I don't mind sharing. <laughs> didn't offer it to me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't think you're a fucking popcorn guy. No, I, I'll think, start ordering. I think popcorn. you you formed your my you formed your opinion about my popcorn needs. <laughs> yeah, just stick it in your lap. And we'll just reach right in. Um, when I was doing keto, I wasn't eating popcorn, and now oh. that you know, I'm a big fat mess right now, and I haven't really <laughs> done anything to 
fix my situation. I'll watch it later. I'll, Therapy I'll, session. I'll lose it later. I'll just eat some popcorn. <laughs> oh, well, so tell them how you really feel. No, I'll, I'm not. I don't want your popcorn. I'm just saying that's why I. You think I don't like popcorn? I love popcorn. Uh, this guy, me and Scott, we share popcorn constantly. That's like our thing. You like that non-buttered popcorn he likes to get? See, I'm one of those. I can go to the movie theater and I can not get anything. I yeah, can just go in. I can sit down. I watch. A movie, I gotta I have the leave. popcorn. I like popcorn. With Aaron the has to get the popcorn. I don't think soda, I've been so, to a movie where he hasn't gotten. Yeah, so I, I always end up munching on his popcorn because he has it. And he's well, like, that's why he's, I bought him he's popcorn like, for Christmas one year. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to get him popcorn. He's going to eat it. <laughs> I yeah, I can, I can go in. Used I can go in with nothing. I'm the guy that will go to the store prior and like buy, buy like, bags of candy and yeah. stuff to just stick in my pockets Loud and take it in. Loud boxes of Reese's Pieces. <laughs> yeah, I get that, man. But I'm just <laughs> such a I, – I, it's synonymous to me. I Movie, know. popcorn. I don't eat popcorn at home, but I would – uh I would definitely, you know, eat popcorn. Only it's if I very wasn't so rare, lazy but to make it. I know. I need to do the flavor call that we got yeah. at the snack show. One of those that one time. It but was uh, so good. So we get the popcorn. I get the popcorn. The bucket o popcorn. It's huge. And the giant liter of cola. <laughs> and we go. We head into <laughs> Clerks Three, cola. bro. And we fucking saw Clerks Three. And let me just explain to you something. I knew it was coming though, just from the visuals of the people who were in there. Oh. I'm like, okay, this is this is a fan. I'm gonna let Jordan tell this that is a fan part. thing because there, I could see it. It was all a bunch of 40 year old men. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's which the is point the, that's the 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 group. We got to think the third first movie's 30 years old. But yeah. there's there's two opposite ends of 40 year old men. You're not wrong. There's the guys like us that walk in here who are fans of it. And then there's the guys who are like the Uber fans. Yeah, the movies t shirt wearing yes. fucking crazy. I consider myself an uh, an Uber yeah. fan. Like, yeah, would... but you're not cosplaying as Kevin Smith to True. go watch his movies. Yeah, you're like right. that's I do that. that's um, a di- there's a different type of fan. So. What I told Scott last night, and uh, this holds true, is I watched cl- the original Clerks like. I've seen it a million times, and it's hard no, for me to be like, "Oh, it's three, th- you know, three different aspects of my life." But I, I really see it in the theater. I hate you for that. <laughs> never, I, I've never seen it. Either I will know see for it in the theater. like I, for a fact, like I'll never forget where I found the movie Clerks. It was a VHS copy in the Walmart in Gulfport, Mississippi, my senior year <laughs> of high school, and I was like, "This what? I've never even heard of this movie." But I had seen Dogma Mallrats. I, I knew who Kevin Smith was, but I had never heard of Clerks. So I took that VHS home and I watched it. And then I watched it again. I can't believe you saw that after Dogma. And like, then I watched it yeah. again. Dogma um, was the first Kevin Smith movie I saw. That's weird because mine was Mallrats. And then I, when working at Hollywood Video, then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to watch Clerks. Because, you know, when you're working there, you got people telling you, oh, you got to watch this. It's like Boondock Saints, this, you know, Equilibrium. Love, you got to watch all these movies. I don't How remember many people Clerks told you to watch Equilibrium? Every hey, man, person. Did you see hey, The Matrix? Did you see The Matrix? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a movie that's yeah. better than The Matrix. Just came out the same time same as The time, Matrix. And it just got buried. Did, yeah, it got buried. Yeah, this movie's incredible. Watch it. Then I, I, I was then like, I it's great. I don't even remember how I got on to the Clerks thing because back then, I mean, we didn't have we didn't have internet phones. No. I mean, yeah, we had internet, but it was like, I mean, this was in what ninety four. Yeah. I was in high school, and I don't even remember. It was like it was just like a chattering amongst friends mm-hmm. of like, oh, this Clerks movie is playing. We should go watch it, and it was again. Only playing in like one theater, yeah. And I think it was in like Tempe or something that we had to drive to go see this. It was like, probably the probably, one on Mill. I was like just the, gonna say probably. the art house on Mill, the yeah. Arkansas because Arkansas it was like there. showing. There was like three showings of it. Yeah, that makes so sense. we drove down there and we sat and watched Clerks, man. And I was like, for such a shitty movie that was filmed on one of those little freaking camcorders that you like get eight, at Christmas yeah. time, I'm like, <laughs> this was awesome. Yeah, I'm like this is like, this is like one of the first like indie films that I actually enjoyed. 
myself watching. Because they talk like you talk. Yes. Or they talk like you want to talk. Like you want to have these conversations. You want to be. These are guys you want to hang around with. Yes. And be around. And, and by that time, I had worked at Hollywood Video. I had worked at uh, uh, Walmart. And when I first watched Clerks, I was like, and this isn't hyperbole, and I don't want to just say this. I was like, oh, I'm Randall. Like, not even joking. Like, that's <laughs> I'm me. I'm not going to lie. That, like, yeah, we agree. We all kind of think that <laughs> about ourselves, but watching it last night, yeah, you're right. That, that's the character I most identified with. And I, for the longest time, I was like, nice. <laughs> and I was like, uh, Jordan just pulled out his Hollywood video. I'll, I'll, bring, I'll bring my Blockbuster card. I, oh, I still have my, it. I still have my uh, work shirt. I got to go find it. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Um, but I, I mean, that was the character I most identified with and I love Dante. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I think Dante is, is hilarious. He's and the backbone he's, of the story. He's the most cautious though. I never, Would you, you say know, he's the heart. I'm the asshole. Well, possibly. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the guy who's like, well, I don't, you know, I don't appreciate your ruse. You're cutting a tent to trick me. I don't oh, appreciate you, you not helping me clean this fucking <laughs> yeah. room. I messed well, up before we record sh- assholes. You can't <laughs> shop here anymore. Like that was totally me. That's always been my personality. Ten minutes ago. We know. Just, just <laughs> asshole towards uh, everything. all my friends who I love. But, uh, yeah. So, I've seen that. I've seen the original Clerks a million times. But I found that as I watched it through different periods of my life, I connected with it even more. Like, okay. Or even differently. Yeah. So, like, when you're young, like, and you are working all those retail jobs, you're like, yes. You're like, <sighs> right. fuck these customers and fuck all these people and these are the types of problems i have and these are types of jokes i make you know 37 that's something we would do you know when i was a kid we would fucking you'd suck 37 yeah, dicks we would make fun of people who <laughs> 37 dicks. and then um and then i'll never forget clerks 2 came out and we went and saw it in the theaters <coughs> ow sorry from heart attack coming on um yeah, <laughs> and then uh, we I saw Clerks 2, and I even identified more with Randall. There's a fucking scene at the end of that movie that's like, who would want to be my friend? I hate everything, and everything's stupid to me. So it's like, I'm like, holy shit. Like, so I've seen Clerks 2 just as many times as I've seen Clerks 1. And I've just, I've always had a soft spot for these fucking, these movies. Kevin Smith, he doesn't make movies for everybody, but he definitely makes movies for me. And when I watch them, I'm like, I could do that, like, but I can't because i can't write anything down um but you just reminded me of i gotta start writing shit (laughs) so uh yeah i just uh so when we went and saw this it was like a culmination of like all these years of seeing like kevin smith films and watching clerks i think i saw jay and silent bob strike back in the theaters like nine or ten times this this is kevin smith's no way home i honestly it really is it is to me it felt like such a period on those characters like if he never made anything else again which we know he won't but if he never did we're done i would be okay we're happy i would be it would be a great way to end it i mean it's it's this would be the greatest way to end it the way quentin tarantino wants to end his filmatic career correct like end on a high note end with something (laughs) that wraps things up you know you started your career here you're ending it here this if the man drops dead tomorrow i'll mourn him but this will be his the perfect way to end his career. Like yes. it's just perfect. I agree, and uh, yeah, and I felt that in the theater last night, and I know you well, technically didn't, and we'll get into that. But Jordan felt many things. Um, I just i i could i can't <laughs> rec- I can't recommend it enough. It's it's about growing up and moving on, and it's about just you know the people you have around you when you're getting that age, and just well, I think part li- of it living life, and, and I think part of it even it just in the terms of Dante, it's not realizing how good you have it till it, it's gone. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. one of those things where, you know, you've complained for thirty years that you're in this shit rut of a life, 
And then as the movie progresses and they're making this movie about Randall's life, he realizes this is his life too. He was by Randall's side this entire time, living these moments, having this time, enjoying things, having adventures, even if it was in the, like, the microscope of living inside this convenience store lifestyle. He didn't realize he he had a good life, you know what I mean? Like, and it's it's that realization throughout this movie, and it's like it's such a great way to do it. Yeah, and it's like you fucking asshole, you had a great <laughs> life. Like, and and I and it's I don't know, it hits home for me because I always remember when I was working at Hollywood or Walmart and stuff, and I was just like, what? When do I get to move on to something better? When do I get? To, and I look back at those times fondly now, like. Oh, I, I still look back and go, God, I, I would kill to work a shift at, like, Blockbuster. Yeah, to work or Hollywood, Hollywood Video. I was and just... robbed at gunpoint at Hollywood Video. <laughs> and I think about it all the time, and it's now a hilarious anecdote I was my robbed life. at Knife Point at a subway. That's nice. weird. Yes. Woo, we're assholes. Criminals. <laughs> uh, I was just given the note. Oh, you got I, did, the, I didn't actually see a firearm. Got the old note. I was bit. given the note on the counter. I have a gun. Give me the money, and I was just. And like, then you wrote a note back. Albertson? Let me see the gun, asshole. I kind of looked, and I just went like this and pushed it back over the counter. Thinking back now, I'm like, well, I was kind of an asshole, right? Well, so, <laughs> dude, I kind of did the same shit because they came in and the gun in my face, uh, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna die tonight. And they were like, put the money in a, like a Hollywood video bag. They had those little baggies, right. and I put my drawer in the bag, and so my the buddy thinnest plastic. Yeah, <laughs> my buddy Matt put his money in the bag. And they go, okay, clear out these three drawers. And they were the drawers that nobody was on. I can't open on. this unless you rent something. No, I said, I looked, <laughs> I looked at them and said, uh, those drawers have already been counted down in the back. When I know good and well they hadn't been counted down in the back, but that's what we were supposed to tell everyone. Right. All you they would have had to do was say, okay, fine, drawer. let me see it. And then you're fucking dead now. Right. And then my buddy Matt hadn't made any drops that night, so they got everything in the safe. Oh. They knew. And I'm just sitting there. And I thought back to it, like, I've thought back to it a hundred times, like, all they had to do was ask to open those drawers after I said that, oh, yeah. and I would have died. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> and they did, yeah, they didn't kill me or anything, and they left, and I, I think back about it all the time, I'm like, well, that was fucking crazy. Well, and that's but, the thing, like, uh, you, you, he, he looks back at those times as that he had a, a terrible life, and he could have done better, and, like, with you, I look back, and like I say, like, I remember, I'm, I'm doing my job now thinking... I had such a great time working at, like, the video store and just talking movies and doing shit. And this is why it brought me to wanting, like, when you said, hey, let's do a podcast. This is what I want. This is talk about movies. Do shit like this. And, you know, if no one listens, no one listens. But this is the same shit I would always do after hours or even during hours talking about movies all the time. That's that's what I loved about it. That's how I feel about podcasts as well. It's like, uh, this is what I want to do with my friends. And this is a way to do it in close. And although Scott isn't as... Involved with movies and stuff, I still enjoy having these conversations with him because Scott is very much like, uh, "It's okay to everything on the planet." <laughs> so right. yeah, I can take it or leave it. Like what? <laughs> it's like, all right, dude. Um, so we've had to kind of get him out of his shell, but so I'm here to balance the seesaw. He's definitely seen some things that I don't think outside of this he would have ever like traveled towards. So I, I, I think this is. But I mean, doing th- good and bad to him yeah, th- in some way. <laughs> thinking about me now, obviously, it's like I just sitting down and watching movies is it's time. It's it's it's, yeah. it's it takes a lot of time to do that, and sometimes you just don't want to sit down and start something knowing that you're not going to be fully invested in it. Yep, and that's how I've I feel like that. a lot right now. But I mean, thinking about all the stories that I've told about all the movies that I've seen in theaters and this and that, I mean, you would almost think that that's two different people. Well, yeah, you seeing Clerks at all just baffles me as far as being in the scene at the theater because 
I never got to see it until I was working in Hollywood Video, and that was after high school. So, yeah. you know, 97, 98, I'm sitting there finally seeing Clerks for the first time, and that thing came out four or five years prior. This motherfucker went and saw it in a theater. Know. You know what I mean? Like, he either went on Mill or he went to Scottsdale. Those were the two. I mean, we, we were, the but things. in the group that I was in, that we were kind of all watching these movies because at the time it was the same thing. Like, Kevin Smith's name was being tossed around. Tarantino was starting out. Yeah, I mean, we're, we were getting a lot of stuff. I mean, at that same time, I can remember like Jackie Chan had just come over to the U.S. Super Cop, Super Cop, Rumble in the Bronx. We went and like saw, we went and saw freaking Rumble in the Bronx in the theater. I saw El Mariachi in the theater. You know, all these movies yeah. we saw in the theater, man. And it was like, I mean, that was just, I mean, I got to see a lot of that stuff when it was coming out. And now it's just, I think everything is just so flooded now because they're just movies, movies, movies. Every week. Like, you got streaming services. You got theaters. It's it's a lot different now remember, for me than it was back then. Remember mm-hmm. last week when I was talking about, like, um, Make America Great Again? <laughs> like, <laughs> that was it. I, I'm, that's the kind of stuff I, I could go talk, back to. It. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. I yeah. miss I miss the blockbuster, not everything being a fucking superhero movie, like discovering new directors. And well, and here's the thing. Like, I know there's a place for superhero movies, yeah, and no, I, and I enjoy all that stuff, movies. but it's very rare we get a thing like it's, Barbarian where it's like, what? where did this come from? Holy shit, this is amazing. Right. I think we, you know we, I mean? we just we have too much. We have too much now. I really Honestly, honestly I think we do. Think we have too. way too much. We've got every streaming service possible at our fingertips. You've got now theaters that, like, people, they won't even release movies to the theaters anymore. They just send them straight to your house. Well, not even that. Like, for me, it used to be where when you saw a movie in the theater, there was a good probably almost 12 months before you'd ever see it on a video cassette, let alone DVD. And now they're coming out within literally two months of release. So it it gives you no license to care to go to the theater. It's not an experience anymore for the masses. Like, I still love going and... I talk about this a lot. Like last night, I loved watching the movie. The experience of the movie pissed me off, yes. and we'll get into it. But the movie itself, the sound, the big screen, being there with friends, that was great to me. Yeah, and I know. And and like you said, we'll get into it, but I could feel the the anger rating off, off radiating. Of so, and my thing is, is I can ignore that stuff because... To a point, I can't. I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, I can ignore that stuff because the experience is so much fun. But um, pretty much everything you guys said, like, it's just, I miss it. I miss it more than anything. I'm sad that my kids will never experience it. In fact, I do that a lot now. I drive by places. You know, my kids will never know what a blockbuster is. My kids will never know what it was like going Is it weird going by places where you, like, know there used to be one or, like, one that you used to work at? Like, I drove by going to my mom's to go to the football game last week, and we drove up Gilbert Road. And at Gilbert and Baseline, I look over, and it's like a mattress store now. Yeah, I'm looking I worked at, it going, at that Hollywood video as well. I worked for, that one too. Uh, well, I worked at the Game Crazy filling in, but you know, I was friends with the people on the other side. Yeah. So I'd be over there all the time. But it's just, I don't know, man. I, I miss all of that. I, I hate, I don't hate what we become because progress is the way of life and it's yeah, how that's... society continues. But at the same time, I just want my kids to experience it. They'll never experience it. They'll never know what it's like not to have every movie at the tip of their fingertips or to walk into this room and be like, well, now I can't, not, I can't, not your kids. I can't even, <laughs> you know, everything's at their fingertips. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't even choose what to watch anymore. And I think. Because I'm flipping through shit in thousand hours. And then, too like, many options. And then I just settle on something I've seen because. Like, right. know, how many, how many times do you spend a good 15 to 20 minutes just scrolling through Netflix trying to Netflix, find something? Hulu. And, Paramount and I think Plus, the reason like, I, I hang on so hard to this stuff oh, is because, to, and I don't get—I don't want this part. This next part to sound bad, but 
watching movies almost feels like a chore now. Like, okay, I need to watch so many movies so we have something to talk about on the show. But it almost feels like, okay, it's a chore. Like, it's it's no long, it's it's still enjoyable. I still very much enjoy watching movies, but it does not feel the same. Anymore. When it becomes homework, it's hard. Like, that, I don't mind the movies we choose. But when you're it's trying to watch to other things. It's wanting to fill the other time. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, okay, I have to watch this and this. Oh, you watch this? Well, then I have to watch it because then we can bounce ideas off exactly. of each other. Or if, like, and it almost feels like. Well, that's part of why I went to the second movie with you guys. Because, like, <laughs> if this guy is going to stay awake past 9 o'clock to watch it, I, ha- I have to do it. Because then now I'm the odd man out that decided to go home and not watch Pearl. <laughs> I don't care if you hated that movie. I will talk about it, but there, I don't care if you hated it. But we'll get into um, it. Yeah, I just that that's pretty much it, and that's how I feel. The original Clerks encapsulates everything. Like it encapsulates, encapsulates that time, my feelings, and then bring it all the way to Clerks Three, and it's oh. it's almost like living your life. Like you're you grew up with these characters. Thirty and now years. They're, Thirty years of knowing these characters. So did you know anything going into this? <laughs> Negative. About the, okay. And I didn't look okay. at anything. I think they released a second trailer. I didn't even watch. Because it. we got we got at the beginning of the movie, you get Kevin Smith comes on and he's talking about it and he's talking about how you know he started this movie. He's this and that, and this is like the trifecta. This is the final this clerks. Is this is the closing. And I'm like, how are they going to close this? Like, how are they going to end this to where boy, there's no they. more movies? And boy, do they fucking end it. I really don't want to give anything away because yeah, uh, really, it's really hard to see right now. And if you're listening to this... We can touch into spoiler territory on the next episode. This okay. episode, since it's coming out prior to the end of the run, I say let's just be very vague. Well, Go my, see this movie and support it. Is, I welted up, man. Oh, I, I almost cried. Dude, I fucking cried like cried. three times. I, the tears came forward. There was a and moment and a line I, was said <laughs> and I'm just like, that did it. I'm, yep. This fucking waterworks. <laughs> Oh, so if it, I mean, I'm if, not even supposed to be here today. Yes. If you're if you're if you grew up with these movies and you have any any semblance of like fondness to these movies at all, I quote this, the this first movie. movie like, this movie will just hit you right in the freaking feelings, man. Yeah. I mean, it is. And I'm not super hardcore on like the movies, but I know enough. I mean, I've seen them. I'm not like super fan, but I mean, dude, this 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 it was a gut wrencher, man. It's, uh, it had way more heart. <laughs> not not like you guys. Not not like a you went with fan. me to see a Q and A with us. Yeah, yeah. We went to the movies. Uh, we did. We went to right. the movies. Pop. You think? Do you think on my own? No, I would have gone no, to any of those. Could you imagine? No. Hey, where were you today, Scott? I can't do the show today. No, I'm going to the movies, movies pop-up. Well, the, the funny thing pop-up. is, is I'm actually going to the Clerks 3 Roadshow. I may actually end up going. Please now. go. I, I want to try. It's like 50 bucks. Yes. I, and I got okay, the... Yeah, I clarify. It's 50 bucks to get in. It's still like $40 for drinks because <laughs> you got to uh, buy drinks. You can buy the Endless Soda for 15 bucks. Yeah. Um, but uh, I got the... Uh, I got the meet and greet. Did you get the I, VIP? I'm, I'm meeting Kevin Smith. Like it is, that is a goat. Like a, not a goat, a fucking uh, bucket list item. Yeah. And I've wanted to meet him forever. You get to meet him, a signed copy of the Clerks Three script, and a, like a lanyard. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get him on the podcast. I was gonna say I have my. Uh... <laughs> you hear that, people? You hear that? But uh, yeah, I um, I watched Clerks Two leading up to this. I watched it the other day. I forget how funny that one really is like you almost forget about it because clerks is such a great movie clerks 2 it's like okay it was good it was fun then the more you watch it the more you realize like you can't have that first one without this one because this it's it's just so good and then after watching this i'm just like this is how you do the perfect trilogy like almost every trilogy has something wrong with it in some way this is just perfect for me like i I, I have find no fault in it 
Yeah. And there are a few things that maybe I would have done different, but it's not my fucking movie. Elias, Who cares? I'm an idiot. Elias in the third one is annoying. No. Elias was a fucking <laughs> he was funny. hilarious yeah, in the yeah. third one. I, I thought he was hilarious, but I just... I, I laugh. Like, every time he came on screen in a different, different fucking outfit, outfit or makeup, <laughs> I just wanted to slap my knee, but I thought it would ruin the experience for other people. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and get into that? So, we go to Clerks. Very excited. We're all excited. I understand everyone's excited for this. The people who are going to this are going to be fans. No one's just popping up to the theater going, oh, Clerks 3, I'll go pop into this movie. No, this is an an event, and this is, you know, at the theater, tucked between a church and a closed-down deli that no one knows exists over there. So you're going to have to go out to find this. So people went. You have the autism next to me. (laughs) Um, So we go into the theater. We're sitting there, and, you know, Scott's on one end. Aaron's in the middle. I'm on, you know, next to Aaron. I like to ski. Well, you know, he's like, I'll sit here. I'm like, you idiot. We're both going to want to talk to you. Sit in the middle. You could have you could have sat in the yeah, middle. I know. I, I fucked up. Yeah. This is my fault. <laughs> so, you know, we go in. We sit down. We're just hanging out. They're doing the little pre-show stuff. Nothing too crazy. I, the Regal pre-show is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, ever. Retarded. But we're just all kind of hanging out. And, oh, we said it a bunch already. Trust me. I want to bring up autism and retardedness <laughs> in just a minute. So there's a guy by himself. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, <laughs> Chuckles the Clown, I like to call him. <laughs> Sitting about four seats over next to me on my left. We're watching this movie, and not three seconds into this movie, this dude's already laughing at the View Askew logo <laughs> and, and, and clapping. <laughs> and I'm like, this this is not happening to me. Uh, and I just let it go. I, I let it go. You're excited. We're all excited. We're, this is, this is, we're so happy to be here. You know, Aaron, you know, woke up and immediately started texting. It's Clerk's Day and we're all happy. We can't wait. I was so this excited. guy. This guy jumped off his AOL chat. This guy logged off a of Netscape. Threw his, threw his mandals on. Threw his mandals and his weird pants, <laughs> and his, he pulled his greasy long hair into a ponytail, and his he he, he got his unlimited regal soda, and uh. he 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 was sitting next to me, and he would laugh so incredibly loud at everything. The weird, like the most Not quietest even parts. Everything, everything. It could have been. Like I said, the View Askew logo. And he bothered me so much. He's clapping and hitting that his knee and hitting his chair. And this isn't just like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Like one clap, let's enjoy a movie. The no, this slapper. guy was like, okay, this is it. Wrap the movie up. This is the best thing I've ever seen. No. He thought it was Caddyshack. The whole time. You would have thought this was the greatest movie he's ever seen. He's never been to a movie theater, and this is the first time he's been let out of the basement. For real. Like he did not have any social skills. None. Because, well, he, he saw didn't... two movies that night. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so then... He's alone. Just alone. Yeah, I wonder why nobody wanted to go with him. Can't, her ears would hurt. I was four <laughs> seats away in this guy. So I'm just like gritting my teeth and I'm saying little things under my breath, hoping he'll hear me and get the hint. But oh, no, not, I not one him. bit. I could hear him two seats away. I could hear Jordan talking shit two seats away. Like, why don't you fucking clap yeah. more? Or, <laughs> yeah, that's really fucking hilarious, isn't it? Or just like everything I can to without getting up and just punching dude in the face. And it was it. I, it's by far the worst, the worst theater experience I've ever had. For quite possibly one of the best movies I got to see this year. Like that, it's yeah, such a weird juxtaposition where it's like, 
this guy ruined an experience for me, but I still enjoyed the movie. Whereas, right. like, in most cases, like, it takes me so far out that I don't want to be a part of it. And this guy was quoting lines oh, I... before the lines would happen in some of the parts where they're filming the original Clerks. And then he would quote the lines after they set them on the movie because they were the funniest things he had ever heard. And he was clapping, and he was just hitting his knee, and... He... At one point, I like I I, I showed a Can't picture to Aaron of uh, Robert De Niro in uh, Cape Fear, just laughing and smoking his cigar. <laughs> that was and in that's, Pearl. Oh, that was in Pearl because yeah. he was still doing it. Because he shocker, he came to that movie with us and sat in the same row, four seats over in the alone. same row alone. If you listen to this guy, and I made you Scott, so I was like, I'll take this bullet for you, and he sat on that side instead. Didn't help. Could steer, still hear that guy laughing in the horror movie Cl uh, Pearl. Yep. Laughing. There's no funny parts in that movie. <laughs> Not oh. laugh out loud funny. Um, oh, my God. But at Worst least experience. The kids, got, kids got gone. Oh, oh yeah. that was crazy. That, that'll be part two of our yeah, lovely part, night part at the Regal week. in Gilbert. Yeah, we'll get to that next week. But, but uh, yeah, he was possibly the worst because i've been in movie theaters where someone's had tourettes like i went and saw a movie and someone had tourettes like a, a seat away from me and i didn't know at first and this guy was like <laughs> like doing stuff and at one point i leaned forward do that thing where you go and you just do like you do the look back and you're thinking that's gonna be enough to shut this guy up i look back and this guy is stone-faced just staring at the screen and then you can see him and I'm like, oh, shit. I was about to yell at, like, a guy with Tourette's. Like, I would have felt really bad. And the one thing I know about Jordan and his brother is he, they will fight people in the theater. I mean, we saw John Wick 3. And <laughs> oh, I, God, were, that guy and his son in the back yeah, behind and us. you were like, you're not at your house. Like, you're at a fucking movie. I was and I'm pissed. like, I was just sitting there like. Like, you don't come to the movies to chatter and talk to your friends. <laughs> yeah. Go home, if you, you can make, fuckers. If you can make Aaron feel uncomfortable by yelling dude, at people. we have done it. We've yeah. made Aaron feel oh, uncomfortable dude, in front of people. The one thing. That makes me red face and will get me to <laughs> hide the is scream at somebody in the theater. I think Aaron was waiting for me to do it because like he was, was almost bracing during Clark's I was, scream. I was, I was He's like, like, Oh god, George's I, I kept he could feel him the heat. The back and I could feel <laughs> I felt like he was gonna say something and then I'm like, Oh, you can't yell at this guy for laughing, dude. Like it's all comedy. That's that's the line. Like he's he's enjoying himself, yeah. but there's a point where you have to realize there is a social contract you're taking on when you're coming to these where yeah, maybe laugh a little bit, but gauge the room. If you're I, laughing I and it's echoing off the fucking soundproof yeah, walls you're laughing a little too hard calm it down chuckles right no i totally agree and what i hate the most is that we're the only ones that ever seen the notice you know what i mean like nobody everybody else, else was just like <laughs> everybody whatever. else was like whatever yeah and i but i can feel it like i'm like I can, fashioning a shiv I mean, out other, of like popcorn bits the other guy next to me couldn't hear it over the the fucking ringtone of his phone oh, yeah the old nokia one like yeah like does that anyone have that ringtone i want to go i really want to see it again but like i, I want to see it again i don't want to Go to the theater. To see. <laughs> this, this, this is going to be one of those rewatchable movies that you can throw in, and you're going to want to watch. I was talking all to three movies. I was talking to somebody else about it, and they were like, "We haven't, we haven't even fucking got to our movie yet." Just uh, <laughs> do a double header on That's the next good. one. Um, and uh, we we were talking about the movie, and he goes, "Yeah, like it's one of those ones where I kind of literally want to go tomorrow and rewatch this." Movie. I was thinking, I mean, and it's and it's spoiler alert, it's a little depressing, and it, it really hits you in the heart. But it's one of those where you want to watch it, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's I don't know, man. It's it's so good. Well, like, it's you've you've 
created a bond with these characters so over much. so many movies and even in the the Jay and Silent Bob movies cuz these guys are you know they're around these are characters that you you like you latch onto you know you have feelings for and then to kind of get serious it 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 kind of it gets you it you know it chokes you up yeah it's it start there was something that happened at the beginning where he walks into the quick stop and you see what's her face's picture and you see what it says and I'm sitting there going what the fuck? Yeah. And it's three minutes in. Becky. You're like, shit. Awesome. You're like, oh, shit. So This yeah. is how this is going to go? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, damn it. So what did you give it? I gave it a four. I thought it was pretty great. Um, I'm going to ask him. and the thing, I don't want to spoil this for you guys. And I'm not going to, but I, I will say this. I'm going to ask why not the happiest of endings. Like, why he decided to do that with the characters. So, you know, I don't in- think there was any other way you could do it, man. It's. I don't think it was a ride off into happiness. Well, I'm just gonna ask. Yeah, it was just. I, 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 just, I think it. I don't, it worked out well. I, I, do, I do like the ending, but at the same time, I'm just like, why would you do that? Why yeah. would you leave that one alone and take that one? Because you have to. Because that one is the immature. Feels like he's got everything well, on the world. And, no, we're not. No, <laughs> it just. You know, it's one of those things where storytelling and in, in that way it makes sense. Like it really did make sense to me. I didn't want it to happen. Right, but it makes sense. Yeah, um, some of the stuff you see in the you see in the trailers. Yeah, I mean, there, well, there was a part where they're filming their movie and the guy's holding a gun to Dante and he's like, "Wait, you're gonna kill me off in the third act?" You know, it's like, "Yeah, well, what if we get a sequel? Well, what am I a hack?" Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, that was gonna be the original ending of the Clerks. It was, and, and everybody knows that. Yeah, you read but, the, there was a Clerks 10 year anniversary DVD. I know. Everyone relax. Oh, but uh, um, <laughs> that was it came the big out double box. Yeah, and I had, had the that. X on it. Yeah, I have that. It has the original ending on it. Yeah, it, I, or I, it has it in a, a like a storyboard, or it was like it a, was a storyboard or a, a script or form. Yeah. yeah. So and I always knew that, and I was like, oh, I like that they didn't do that. Right. Well, and then you hear things like with you know O'Halloran talking about they did that table read of this movie, and they're like. No, the table read we did before they cleaned up the script was way darker than this. I'm like, how the fuck do you get darker than what just happened that right. I watched? So. And I'm like, now I want to know everything about that. I wish, I really wish I would have been, I mean, one day I'll go to New Jersey, but I would have, because it happened at the Kevin Smith Secret Sash in Jersey. They had this table read. It was like a three-hour thing. Everybody was there, and they just sat and read the script. And it wasn't the script that we saw. It was no. a completely different script. And uh, they talk about it in the world of Kevin Smith on Facebook all the time, but I'm just like, damn. And uh, so, I don't know. Anyway, Anyways, I, I, I get a four. It's, yeah. it's great. What'd you give it, Scott? I mean, I'd probably be right about four, four and a half. I mean, yeah. it's like, I mean, all it's right. it's not exactly like what I would call. It's a good story. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good story. It kind of, like I, I mentioned before, it's like his No Way Home, man. It was like bringing all the characters back for mm-hmm. that final finale. And, I mean, he just, uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. It gives me hope for things like when I hear he's kicking around Mallrats too. <laughs> well, you no, know what I mean. Every, remember a couple of years ago, everyone had signed on from Mallrats too, and then yeah. they just went. They even the did way location scouting. And but I heard that that had a lot to do with the Weinstein stuff. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and that's why you can't get Dogma right now. I mean, we got a few Mallrat. I mean, we a few Mallrat references in this one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all in the Viewskew universe. Yeah. So, I mean, it's yeah. all part of it. I mean, I Rick Darius gets brought up. I saw some guy on TikTok that's like, "Did you know in Mallrats?" Uh, they reference stuff in clear. It's like, yes, yes, we did. Please yeah, kill yourself. It's it's set in the fictional town of Leonardo. You <laughs> yeah. idiots. Well, I doing, even have the cartoon. You know, doing the readings and what's the name? Ethan Supply. Ethan Supply. Ethan Supply. You know, he shouts out the, the boat thing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah many <laughs> years ago, before um, he lost all the weight and became like some jacked fucking yeah. weightlifter. 
I could see the him, sailboat. Man. Yeah, um, that was funny. <laughs> fuck yes. All right. Hey, Jordan, you hey. did a movie this week. What was <laughs> I it? Talk, I don't even talk about it anymore. It's so much content. Um, all the content. <laughs> this is I'll Watch It Later. We have all the content. Are you bored yet? Don't be bored because we got Wait more until content. next week. You'll be bored. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting until you're done. Uh, so this week, my movie choice was the 1988 baseball drama about the 1919 World Series and the White Sox, who were later named the Black Sox because of the tra- uh, the controversy, Eight Men Out. Gotta see the Sox. Baseball, 1919. There were no free agents. No million-dollar salaries, but there was a team no one could beat. The true story of the team they called the Black Sox, and the scandal that broke the heart of a nation. I make the play. I don't feel right. You can't watch on these guys. They were an American dream come true. The best that ever were. Nine men took the field, but when the game was over, there were eight men out. What do you think of these players of yours now, Mr. Gleason? I think they're the greatest ball club I ever seen, period. Don't you forget it. Eight Men Out, written for the screen and directed by John Sayles. It sucked. Two and a half. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, we'll see no, no, you that's next, the next week. Movie. Uh, Actually, you know that they were dubbed the Black Sox before this. Really? Because Comiskey, being so cheap, oh, that guy. he would not wash the uniforms every time yes, they played. because they were so, dusty and dirty. Because he wanted to save money. So teams started nicknaming them the Black Sox gotcha. because they had like smelly uniforms. Yeah, so this takes Trivia. place back in the time where baseball, um, they had all these different clauses in people's um, in their contracts where they couldn't really negotiate prices. They really couldn't negotiate their contracts, and they couldn't leave to go to another team because they would be penalized. So they were kind of at the mercy of all these owners, and the owners – were cheap as shit. And one of the worst ones to be as cheap as he was was Kaminsky, who uh, ran the White Sox. And the basic premise of the story is that the players are getting shafted so much and they're playing their hearts out. They're the team to beat. They have been unstoppable. They're getting underpaid. And they, one of the players kind of starts hatching a scheme to tank the uh, the World Series, bet with the, uh, what was it, the... Cincinnati, Cincinnati Reds. Reds. And um, it was kind of a double whammy. It was yeah. one to kind of get back at Comiskey for being such a cheap ass. Right. And make some cash. Yeah. And then on the other hand, they're like, we can make some money by throwing the game. Right. So they kind of start hatching this scheme. And then all these uh, like big time, you know, uh, gangster type betting types start getting in on the action. And um, they start to kind of talk some of the other players into doing it. And they get. Eddie, who was their pitcher, hot pitcher, like constantly and doing he's great. He's really good looking. He was, yes, yeah, so what? pretty. <laughs> what? <laughs> hot. Oh, come on, pay attention. <laughs> I am listening to your show. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, that's why I was like, what? Fucking buzzing in my. He ear. was like hot, hot pitcher. I know. I know. Um, come on, catch up. And on. he was he was the guy that if they can get on board, they can get a lot of other people. He was very well respected. So. He goes up, talks to Kamitsky, and and says, "Hey, look, you know, you said if I, you know, win thirty games, I'm gonna get a ten thousand dollars sign-on bonus or whatever." 
And the guy goes, how many games you play? And the guy, the other guy was like, 29. He goes, well, 29 ain't 30. And fucks him out of $10,000 because yep. he intentionally benches him for like two weeks. And, to and save he, him he, for the playoffs. Yeah, well, to save him for the playoffs. And to miss out on like eight starts. So in, in that time, you know, he fucked him over. And so he had more... Um, drive to make that money so they kind of talk him into it and over the course of time they get seven players to kind of throw the games and that's kind of where the story kind of oh, leads eight, out eight because it's eight men out well, well no there's eight men that got banned but there was really only about four there's of those really guys only six, that really, really did it because you have like the joe jackson story which is like a oh. whole nother story on itself where the guy I mean, he kind of got penalized for really not doing anything. He played. Like, he played Yeah, he hard. played, but, everybody else. but because he took the, the check mm. and because he took the cash, he got lumped into that whole thing. Right. But, yeah, it's – it's there. a lot of the rules that came out of this are still prevalent in today's it's, sporting industry. It's the first time they ever started up the commissioner for baseball. They, they set up all the rules and betting. Um, but, yeah, six of the players kind of actively participated in this. Um, two of them got lumped in with it, Joe Jackson, like you said, and then Buck Weaver, which is, mm-hmm. y- you don't think the story is really about him until about halfway through, and then they really start John focusing Cusack. on him. Yeah, John Cusack plays Buck Weaver, and he knows about the plot to do it, but he doesn't really participate. And they lump him in because he knew but didn't snitch on his little group. Yeah. And so he kind of gets lumped in, he gets banned, and it's a whole thing. I love how many people are in this movie there are Frazier's some names dad. Yeah, Frazier's dad John Mahoney you've got uh, old Doc Brown who was in it wasn't in it as much as I Great thought it would be Scott um, yeah John Cusack you've Let's got a go lot back of back to the future Marty <laughs> Back to, yeah, maybe they would have done it if they would have had the World Sports Hall. Um, <laughs> Don't bet on the Black Sox Marty <laughs> they're going to throw the games what did you think uh, dude it's baseball. You guys have some kind of weird boner for baseball. I uh, thought it was interesting. I didn't think it was anything other than that. Um, don't care about this movie whatsoever. Wow. Doesn't, doesn't mean it's a bad movie. I watched it. I just... When you you're can't not, just get I'm, behind like... I'm a... just not interested in baseball, man. And I know There's that that's... History. I understand. I get it. I liked how many people were in it. I love that. I liked Christopher Lloyd. I liked Cusack. I thought Cusack was excellent. Roker was good. Um... Al Roker. That's yeah. right. My, Michael, Michael Rooker. Rooker. Michael Rooker. Whatever. Uh, imagine Al Roker. What are you doing here? It's 1919. Get back over there. Uh, you know, I just, and I thought the story was compelling, but surface level, I I'm, I had no interest in the subject material. And it's like when we talked about it a little bit earlier, it becomes homework. So I watched it open-mindedly, but at the end of the day, I was like, I, I don't care. So that's not going to affect my score. I just, I just being honest. Well, see, here's the thing. Admittedly, I'm not a baseball fan. I I'll play softball, but I don't fucking follow baseball. I can care less about baseball as a sport, but I enjoy history. And I enjoy history to, that, too. And that's why with the second movie, you know, there are I, things that I like about it because of that. I but like the baseball one, stuff. I didn't. The second half of this movie is fucking. It's not even the uh, half. It's a courtroom. Like, it gets drama, to, and I just and I got incredibly. Well, Less that's where it hit a wall. Like yeah. it hit a real wall right there because then it just slowed down, and it was like the last thirty minutes, and it felt like the last hour. So the baseball stuff is good. Like, and I and I'm not. I don't hate all baseball films. Like, I love a league of their own and, and stuff like that. But give me more baseball because because honestly, it just I, I didn't. Once they got to the courtroom and all this other stuff and all these people were lying and stuff, I was just like, okay, like 
wrap it up. Like, why is this two <laughs> hours? Like, we get it. They're, we know what's going to happen. We know they're they're going to get, you know, cleared and then, but never be able to play baseball again type of thing. And I just, uh, yeah, it just it just didn't do anything for me as a movie. I'm not, it wasn't a bad movie. It yeah. was well made. It had a really good cast. It was very strong. It like just, the music. It, it just didn't, it was just, it was just like, okay, I already know what's going to happen. Yeah, Let's... but you can still enjoy movies that where you can know the history of it. Like for me, it was neat because but you just said the history. Well, yeah, and I I, why are you arguing with I me? Mean, a lot of people it? went and saw Titanic. <laughs> that boat's gonna <laughs> fucking sink. Fuck what this movie. the boat sink? I don't I, consider Titanic a good movie. No, well, that's a different subject. <laughs> um, I I like things that give me more to a story that I didn't know about. Like I honestly, for the life of me, didn't know Joe Jackson was part of this because I didn't really know a lot about the the controversy you I saw knew, field uh, of dreams right yes and that's and that's <laughs> where i'm sitting there going shoeless joe jackson yeah. oh, and then apparently apparently um rooker's character was also that that baseball player was also in field of dreams yep. like him and you know shoeless joe jackson were playing in well the it, was, it was the eight guys from yeah that got and, banned and that just, got called back to the field yeah and it was just like and it never really put two and two together and i was just like okay that's neat and to learn about this it's not even so much that the movie gave me everything I wanted. It gave me enough to where it's like, I really kind of want to know about it. And I started do digging around and it, it really was very interesting what happened and how it happened. And, you know, just overall the history of it, because like for me, I like a good sports movie. Sports movies are generally usually pretty fun. I hate golf. I love tin cup. Like, you know what I mean? Like I can get past the hatred of a sport and enjoy a movie for what it is. And that's not what I'm saying. I, you said, I hate baseball. I, Fuck your movie. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> I heard it. What I'm, what I was trying to say is like, Dub me over I that. don't find it. Inter- I just didn't find it. Inter- it wasn't entertaining to me. The, the courtroom drama just wasn't entertaining to me. Well, that's fine. See, it was like the last 30 I love, minutes. I love this, like the history of baseball. You know, I mean, as when I was younger, I, uh, maybe it was like maybe 15, 14, 15, I got to go to the Baseball Hall of Fame. You know, I got to go to all, wow. you know, see I all went to the World stuff. Series in 2001. Yeah, like, I, I mean, still stuff like that. Things. It just, I, you know, I mean, in you, you go to like the Hall of Fame and you see there's a locker with Babe Ruth's uniform hanging in the freaking locker. Yeah. I mean, stuff like that is like, to me, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. This movie and knowing the things that I know about the movie and as you start to do a deep dive on it. This movie just kind of brushes over oh, everything. Yeah. It brushes over because the betting actually really started months out where they were already chattering about this. The movie seems like they kind of just were like, hey, let's throw the game. Right. We'll throw the games and, and be good with it. Well, by the time they started really getting to the World Series, the bets already started swinging towards the Reds because the chatter was already that they were going to throw this game. Making the because they couldn't, they couldn't keep it quiet. And and that was one of the lines in the movies, like don't tell these guys. By the time th- they hear it, you know shit's gonna go down, and all of a sudden the fucking odds are gonna go one way and ruin everything we're trying to build toward. And it's like yeah, so off. I mean it's <laughs> it's definitely it it does make you want to do a deep dive. I think the subject is very interesting when yeah. it comes to baseball and how it it changed, it changed the rules going forward forever, man. I mean it's like it changed the betting rules. It changed how I mean obviously we got a commissioner. You know, we've got. We, uh, you know, do you play baseball? Play softball. Yes. It's we baseball yes. adjacent. Oh, yeah, no, baseball no. is America's pastime. It's all of our sports. You don't. Uh, what do you don't like? Like America? I hate it. Oh, well, <laughs> we'll write that down. We got it. Um, yeah, I I love the history. I mean, the classic history of baseball. I'm into. Like, I, I yes. like knowing that kind of stuff. 
Um, just because I don't follow the sport, and I'm not, re- I'm especially not into it now because it, it, it's like with basketball, you you don't. It's too much. You just can't keep track of everybody. There's a lot. Like there's there, you never have a pe- like when we watch this or we watch the next movie. These players stayed with teams for ten years. You can what? build. Next week's another fucking baseball Shut movie. Up. Don't don't you're ruining the doubleheader. Oh, Jesus fucking um, Christ! Way to blow that load all over the table. Man, just we had it. And you Anyway, um, I, I love that the people could rally around things like Murderer's Row, and, and, and there's history to it. Nowadays, you don't get that. I, I can care. I don't know. I couldn't name one fucking Diamondback. I, it's a hometown team. I don't know who the fuck is on it. Like, just don't care enough. Day. Groovy McTurd five. <laughs> no, he's on the bench. But you know, little things like that, and fuck okay. <laughs> Um But I, I really dig. The, the history of this and I, I liked it for that and I definitely I didn't like you said it's not a bad movie I didn't think it was particularly the greatest movie in the world that's you know Field of Dreams yep. but uh, <laughs> I like Field of Dreams and I've seen Field of Dreams I, I just Sandlot to this yeah, I love Sandlot's baseball awesome I, I just to me this was just such a, a a puzzle piece in the greater pantheon of sports movies it didn't do anything for me i just didn't care and maybe i don't know maybe it's that space thing i'm not shitting on you for it i just didn't care so shitting on america i get it i liked your movie i just didn't I'm kidding. I, don't care. I didn't think it <laughs> like was, it or not i i enjoyed it i just didn't think it was particularly important or special in any way i think it's important because i don't think i remember seeing any other movies that touch on that subject like yeah. I'll have to look around, but sure I, I don't a, know ESPN thirty on thirty. Oh, I'm sure, but you know, you don't see a lot of movies about that. You know, they're a lot of the times people like to gloss over controversy and they don't really talk about it too much. And you know, especially when Not it comes to America's ba- you know pastime, and you know, that that was neat seeing something that touched on that. And it was you know, you know, it, it's the second movie set around 1918, 1919 that we saw this week, and it made <laughs> me so incredibly happy. <laughs> So what'd you give it? Uh, for me, I'm giving it about a three. I mean, it's it's better than most movies I've seen. It's not the greatest movie in the world, but I really did enjoy the content, and it did make me look up more things about baseball than I think I've looked up in a very long time, and it, I enjoyed it. So Baseball it up, bro. What did you give I'll it, Scott? A five? No. I, I'm, this, this one's probably about a three and a half. You know, I mean, I think it's one of the better baseball movies. Um, I mean, there's ones out there that are better. Obviously, we've touched on them. Um, I mean, I enjoy baseball movies, man. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, yeah. it's I, I like sports. I like baseball movies. I like things that have yeah. the history behind them. It's you know, I mean, that's just that's that's kind of my thing, man. So it's, even though it was a, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, even though it was a dramatization, like it made it did something in this movie that I had to look up. Where they make a play in the outfield and it's three, you know, three outs, you're up. They would drop their gloves in the field and then walk off. And I'm sitting there going, wait, what? The, why'd you leave your fucking glove out there? Apparently, they used to do that. Yeah. Back in the day, they used to just leave their shit out in the field, and then people were getting hurt stepping on fucking gloves. <laughs> They're like, pick your shit up and bring it into the dugout. That was like a legit thing for years. And I just, I, I, I couldn't believe I saw that. And I thought it was a flub. And it turns out that was like an, an accurate thing that they, they would do. They would just drop their gear in the fucking There's field. There's a lot of weird things about old baseball. I mean, they are all smokers in, and in drinkers it, and they would drink in the dugout and smoke in the dugout and, you know i mean it's now it's like these guys are all health conscious and they have like green smoothies you know, yeah, <laughs> like they're dietitians and trainers and nah, dude, you know these, it, it was a different like coal miners yeah, it was a different different time it was, it was just a different time it. what'd you give it Aaron? uh 
One and a half. Two, two and a half, like I said. It's right down the middle. It's a hat. Uh, very well made. Great gas. Uh, enjoyable watch. Just not interesting. So, not nothing on you guys. I, I'm happy that you guys like sports films and this resonated with you. This just wasn't. It just didn't do anything for me. And uh, I just. That's pretty much it. Maybe if I watched it again, I'd feel differently. But as far as I'm would. concerned, it's I mean, just, honestly, yeah, it's, it, it's, I, I don't have me, a ton of rewatchability for me. It, to me, it just felt like another John Cusack movie about baseball. And I get that it's based on a true story. But the more I looked up on it, the more it was like loosely based on a true story. Well, so yeah. It's not even like historically accurate. So it's just cool. It's close. It's not. I mean, it's. They it says to, it's very loosely based. Yeah, they have to shove everything into a two-hour freaking movie. And, so. Yeah. All right, so Scott, what the fuck do you have us watching next week? We're doing so a baseball doubleheader. We're, bum, 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 yeah. we're going to do bum, the doubleheader because I, we, I, we, <laughs> Jordan and I had both thrown around picking sports movies. So I'm like, Why you know what? Jerk each other off. I in go. The theater. I'm going to pick the baseball movie that I got on tap, man. <laughs> you know, it's one of those movies that it has high ratings from Rotten Tomatoes. It's considered like one of the top baseball movies. AF, uh, AMC American Movie Classics has it pretty high. It's like their too. number three like sports movie or mm-hmm. something. But from 1942 starring uh, Gary Cooper is The Pride of the Yankees. <laughs> The story of an American hero, cheered and idolized by millions, a symbol of courage and true sportsmanship. The pride of the Yankees, a strange and fascinating drama in the real life of a man, his hopes, his dreams. In a nationwide poll, millions of Americans voted one man to play the coveted role. That man, Academy Award winning, Gary Cooper. Teresa Wright is the woman who loved and understood him. Gary, I think I could learn to like you. Walter Brennan, Dan Durier, the Sultan of Swat, Babe Ruth, and there's Velos and Yolanda, and Ray Noble and his internationally famous orchestra. Well, you've been out with me four days in a row, and you're out with me here tonight, and, well, isn't that what best girls do? The babe's gonna try for a home run, but it's not for the crowd. I'll tell you something the crowd doesn't know anything about. This one's gonna be for a little boy in a St. Louis hospital. It's an IOU from the Sultan of Swat to a little crippled kid. Will he pay it? Today I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Than the one we just watched. <laughs> he's such a dick. Just saying. I don't know. I haven't watched it's a baseball movie. It's he's it's already starting at like a one for Aaron. Negative. negative. My, my I thought, like baseball movies. My, Sandlot, Field of Dreams. Oh, I named those. Sandlot's a kids movie. Fucking league of the They own. play baseball. There's no grind in baseball. I'm Tom Hanks. Yeah, that wasn't in Sandlot. I said <laughs> uh, Natural. My thought is I haven't seen. You know what? I haven't seen the Natural. Please don't pick it next week. Next week, the natural. Um, I've seen it. 
No, my thought was, is, you know, I want to do a sports movie. You had talked about that. And I'm like, you know what? We're getting to the baseball playoffs. I know yeah. October is going to be literally just horror movies out the ass. Let's do a, a traditional doubleheader. So that's why Scott and I colluded and made Aaron's next two weeks the worst just possible two painful. weeks as far as movies go. <laughs> All right, guys. And we're doing a baseball doubleheader. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this extremely long episode. We will be back next week. And then after that, you get your snack show. Pumpkin edition. Actually, pretty much whatever we can find. Yeah, there's a lot. (laughs) Um, And then it's going to be horror film, uh, double double features. I've already got my two, and you already know them. Yeah, and uh, I'm interested to see what Scott's going to pick. Because it looks like I'm going to switch up one of mine. But i got to try to find a, a baseball horror movie. Please don't. Oh, God, is there? I'm going to look one up. <laughs> There's not. <laughs> Damn um, so, all right. We will it. see you next week with Pride of the Yankees. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I'm Aaron. I'm Jordan. And Scott. Big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do